I think the, the podcast. So from my point of view, they are they are quite the, the best um, supporting material, especially for your brain and for the uh, complete mindset of hearing all these stories from the other guys. Where are their problems and and yeah, how are their uh, doing and uh, yeah, and they they tried and they passed all everyone. So it's good to hear. Welcome to another episode of the CPA Exam Experience Podcast from Superfast CPA. I'm Nate, and in today's interview, you're going to hear me talk with Florian. So Florian sent me an email. I had never heard from him before. He's actually from Germany. He's the first person that I've talked to that used our strategies to pass their CPA exams. And he actually said in his email that he had never bought any of our products. He just watched the free training and it helped him transform how he studied. And then at that time, he was emailing me to tell me that he had passed using our strategies. So we set up a call because I was interested in hearing his story. So in this episode, you're going to hear Florian's story from the beginning, how he studied, how he figured out his process and how he used our strategies to improve his process and make it more effective. Before we get into that, I just want to mention the free training that Florian referred to in his email. That's our free training webinar. According to Florian, he watched that, took notes on the strategies, and that alone was what he used to transform his study process. So these are one hour trainings where we walk through the six key ingredients to every successful CPA study process. When you're doing all six of these things in your process, it's really hard to go wrong as illustrated by Florian's story and pretty much every other podcast interview you've heard on the podcast. So with that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Florian. All right. So is it uh, 5 p.m. there? It is, yeah, in Germany. All right, nice. <laughs> never had someone, I mean, never on the podcast, someone from Germany. As far as I know, never a customer from Germany. And actually, you weren't a customer, right? That was your thing. You just kind of watched some of our videos. Uh, what What did you see or use? Like some of the podcasts or the free training or what did you... Uh, watch from us yes i started with with an ad on youtube to be honest okay and yeah then i switched over to some videos and then i found out that you you're doing this podcast thing and yeah this was the starting point of all my cpa journey i listened <laughs> to <laughs> nearly all all your podcast sessions okay uh, on the way to work and after and in my spare time, and that was the starting point. Awesome. That's cool to hear. So that's interesting. YouTube ad, like you were in Germany at the time and it showed you a yeah. YouTube ad? Yeah. So uh, my former partner, he was a CPA as well. So he recommended me to start the journey for the CPA. Yeah. And then I did a lot of research online of course and uh, mm -hmm. i try to find out how the process of doing the the exam yeah and then i of course add cpa on youtube <laughs> and then i found yeah. out about super fast i i guess i'm just wondering because uh we don't i mean as far as i know i have an agency that kind of runs our advertising but i don't think we 
I think we just select, you know, like the United States as far as like the area to advertise. But maybe it was a, uh, I think sometimes there's specific videos that we might target just regardless of who, who's watching it. Maybe that's it. But that's, that's interesting. You saw one of our ads over there. Um, so one of the first things I was going to ask you is, uh, like I said, I've never even heard from someone in Germany. So what's the, you mentioned your form, your partner. What was the, uh, I don't know, getting the, the US CPA over there. I mean, that's what you're talking about, right? The US CPA. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I, I, to, uh, here in Germany, so when you're doing an accounting, so you have to do the German CPA license. And uh, on the other side, the, the German tax advisor license. So this, these are two separate exams. I did okay. uh, these exams in 2022. Uh, no, no, in 2020 and 2021. And then I, I left Ernst Young EY and I went over to a mid-sized firm here in Germany. And yeah, as I said, my, my former partner, he was a CPA and he's, yeah, recommended me to do the next step in my career and being more international. And that was the point where I did the, the research. How get into it? Yeah. Okay. So if you're working at EY in Germany, is everyone there getting the German CPA and the US CPA, or is it not very common to get the US CPA? No, no, no. So it is not really common to get an exam uh, in general. Uh, uh, mm. To to be honest, so we we have these huge quotes uh, in comparison to the CPA. So, um, but uh, when you stay with especially with the big four so when you're a manager so that's the next step in your to, uh, in your career to think about an exam but uh, the german um, exam is split into both one on the one part the cpa and on the one part and on the other part the tax board and these are two separate german exams but they are not really international known so um to be honest, so gotcha. when you're doing business in international, so the CPA, the US CPA is more more familiar to everyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, so when you decided to do the US CPA, did you just get a review course like such as Becker or something and just kind of start originally? Yeah. So um, and during this time, so family situation changed a little bit. So my wife was pregnant, and uh, yeah, I, I I knew there there won't be so much time of studying. So I was quite familiar with studying from my former exams, uh, but uh, this took a lot a lot of effort and time. And so I I, I knew I have to change something. And uh, yeah, then I was with Glime, so I I, okay. I booked by book the the um, mega test bank and the outline or the book. So, but then I start I start the old way, so the normal way you you always say <laughs> yeah. reading all yep. the, these outlines and summarizing them into word format, and then doing the control MCQs and the control TBSs and yeah, in the first weeks so, or months, I was quite bad into it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so was, 
I mean, just when you started with with Glime, <clears throat> was it did it seem harder or anything or like more information than the uh, the German exams you took, or was it about the same? Oh, it's it's a different kind of format. So in Germany, you you don't have an exam in multiple choice style. So you have oh. uh, a written written tasks, um, but um, the content is quite quite the same. So, but it's there. It is a different law in different taxes. But in Germany, you have taxable income as well. So, and you have auditing yeah. standards as well. But there are a lot of differences. The foundation is, is the same, but um, the kind of, of exam is different. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I can't remember right now. One of the other podcasts, someone mentioned that, that like the multiple choice was brand new. They'd never seen that in school their whole life. Um, yeah. Was that, I don't know, was that challenging on its own, the multiple, like just that the format was different? Yeah. It is it is different, so it's it's harder at the beginning. So because you're not that familiar, you have this language difference uh, mm -hmm. or, or this language problems in the beginning. So especially with all the yeah the vocabulary, the quite intense English business English you have to to, to challenge with, and yeah then yeah, the the style of multiple choice questions. So when you read a question the first time. All the questions seems to be, or all the solutions seems to be the same. So it could be <laughs> yeah. A, B, C, or D. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, let's see. What was I? Getting? So when you started, just kind of reading or not? You said you had their test bank, but when you just started, how long was that period where you were doing things the uh, the normal way? Oh, I think for for. Three months. So I start with BEC because it was a, a try to a try how how good um, am I in 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 doing this. Um, so I start with BEC because everyone says it's the easiest one. <laughs> but in the end, it was my worst score on BEC. <laughs> I did all the stuff doing the old way, and I did it for three months, and then I took it. In, in the end of 2021 and yeah then i i scored a, an eight, a 78 so it was it was quite close to the benchmark but yeah that and during this time i i i i knew it, so this can't be the way to do it now do you say that just because it was taking you just all your free time to study no 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 um I, I stopped studying uh, before work at, in the mornings. So I went to work. I started at uh, 6.30 to our learning session. Um, but the main part of my learning session was uh, reading the outlines um, at Glime and uh, doing some multiple choice question. But the, the main part was summarizing the book. Okay. When you say, uh, you know, you finish BEC and you kind of look back and you think this can't be the way to do it, what was it? What do you mean by that? Just that you felt like the the way of studying wasn't that efficient, or when you say that can't be the way to do it, what do you mean by that? Yeah, there are different 
it is different to to summarize the book and to 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 summarize them on on a white paper and to answering multiple choice questions so it okay. it didn't make make me better in 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 solving multiple choice questions so i switched my strategy and adapted your style of studying a little bit gotcha okay yeah i i, under, I get what you mean i just you know for the people that are going to listen to this um okay so was it after BEC you saw that YouTube ad and then watched our free training then? Oh, no, it was during this time. So I did uh, all, always uh, more research and getting more information because, yeah, when you are located in Germany, so the CPA, you are not that quite familiar w with the process. And, of course, I... I researched a lot of uh, um, um, I researched a lot online and to get more deep into it and yeah and during this time I think it was uh, the time when when I um, I found out about your program and of course about your uh, podcast I'm, I'm very very um, happy about this source this free source of of getting deeper into it and to hear about the stories from from other people. Uh, and they are strugglings. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, so after BEC, and you had kind of started hearing our podcasts and stuff. What were the main shifts in your study strategy you made? Yeah. Well, I to at the beginning of my study session, I did a little bit of of reading the outlines, but only on a on a high high level. So only to get. Uh, understanding of what's the next chapter of, so what I, I am I doing there, and then the main part of the morning session, um, I think ninety minutes or, or I think so, uh, it was doing MCQs over and over. Yeah, yeah. So you mainly just switched from spending a bunch of time reading to spending most of your time doing the questions. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean. In a nutshell, that's pretty much the whole description. Um, so I'm just looking at your email here. So one question I had when you were explaining that, where did you have to travel a long ways to take the exam? Or what, like, what were the testing locations in Germany for this? Yeah, you have one in Frankfurt. So it's not that far away, uh, a two hour commute to Frankfurt. So it's, it's good to handle. Okay. Um, and so you were already studying in the morning, so you would study in the morning, just work. And so did you kind of have the evenings free? You just had the studying done for the day in the morning? Yeah, absolutely. So in, in the first, um, days of, of studying, I, I heard a lot of, um, to, to the audio notes from, from Glime, but in the end I skipped that as well because they, in my, my opinion, they weren't that helpful and I skipped that as well. I, I always try to have spare time in the evening with the family, um, and at the weekends often as well. So I, I always try to use the two hour session in the morning and that was my main part of studying. Yeah, so I mean, that's pretty efficient. So your whole way through, you just pass these just doing the two hours in the morning. And did you do that on the weekends or or not at all? 
No, no. So uh, I, I blocked, uh, I think it was in the end, a 10-day period before my test day. Um, so this was my 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 cram session. And uh, mm -hmm. during this time, I did a lot of MCQs, um, six and eight hours, or two to eight hours a day. Um, and then, of course, on the weekends as well. But uh, in, in the weeks or months before, I always try to 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 do one session a quarter. So I used three months to to study. Um, and during this time before I, I did the cram session, I always uh, blocked the weekends for family and spare time. So there was only studying during weekdays. Okay. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty efficient. Um... So what was the section you took after BEC? Well, I think it was REC. Okay. So I tried one of the harder ones. Yeah, that would be challenging because like you, I mean, obviously you, you don't really work under U.S. tax law or it's just not something you kind of grew up being generally familiar with. And then, so yeah, and did you find that? I know you said BEC was your lowest score, but which one's content did you find the most difficult? It was, I think it, it was far because, because it's that huge, huge content. It was yeah. so, so much different uh, models and it was, it, it was huge. It was challenging, but in the end, it was one of my best scores. So it's quite funny. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, you probably had your process down pretty well after that. That's another thing that happens. You know, your BC was your lowest score, but your first attempt. Um, so, okay, back to reg. So from you finish BC, you kind of look back on it and think that wasn't the most efficient way to study. Then you do reg, mostly focusing on questions. Did you feel a difference that okay this is much more effective all the way through reg do you just feel better about the process yeah to to be honest you're getting so much faster into the mcqs um you you're getting so much faster better in answering them and you're learning or studying the content of the outlines in in this in this way from 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 the other end so doing the MCQs first and then understanding the content. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, if you've listened to all the podcasts, you've heard me say this probably a hundred times, but it just makes so much more sense. I mean, it seems so obvious. It's like, okay, on test day, you're going to do MCQs and Sims. So don't spend most of your time reading the content in paragraph format, like, learn the material via the questions anyways so uh what about sims those are pretty unique to the cpa exams um and then you said that you only studied two hours a day on weekdays and that was primarily mcqs so how did you work practice sims into your process well the closer the test date came i i always um filled the starting time with with some more um um simulations over and over and then i i split the time 
from from only doing MCQs a little bit uh, of of doing some test based simulations as well. Um, to be honest, I did them a lot, but only in a MCQ way. So I split them down into the different parts. For me, yeah, I didn't focus uh, that that much on on the time um, that ran down. Um, and when when I don't get the results, uh, I, I submit them and um, get uh, got deeper into the content of yeah in this way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you get stuck on one or didn't know how to do one, you just submit it and then use the solution to kind of reverse engineer. Okay, this is how this sim works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you say you blocked off 10 days before each exam, does that mean you were like taking work off and studying eight hours a day? Yeah. So I, I try to, to block a week for five working days and the weekend before and the weekend after. And then I try to, to take the exam on a Monday as you recommend to do so. And so it was always, I think it was. 10 days but in the end so it was often that i, I was f finished on fridays so i can have the saturday, saturday and sunday off and then i i started uh, fresh minded into the exam on, on monday okay yeah that's interesting i i felt like uh i mean obviously it worked um that's another thing i always say like whatever your process is if you're passing the exams i mean do it however but uh taking the two days off before right before the exam i don't know that's interesting but again clearly it worked for me i always felt like i had to be those last two days i mean 10 12 hours saturday and sunday so that my mind was just filled with as many questions as i could get through but again clearly it worked um so what about listening to all, to all the podcast episodes? Were there any specific uh, strategies or ideas that you got from single episodes that you used or, I don't know, anything specific from any of the episodes you remember? I think uh, I, I took a lot of tips and ideas from all the, the participants. So I, I think um, they, had, they had a lot of ideas. And so I took them that uh, fit to to my to my process and to my idea of studying. So um, not not really a specific one, so that I can uh, yeah I can add on now. But but there are a, a lot of a lot of tips uh, that I tried to use and try to implement in my strategy. Yeah, yeah. It's just I guess kind of a conglomeration, and I mean a lot of them, you know pretty much every person was studying using our strategies so as you listen to each episode you just kind of get a really good idea of the strategies in general so yeah you're getting more and more confident about your style of doing it so in my my position so it's maybe a little bit different in comparison to one who is located in the u.s so there are no other colleagues or friends or guys who are who, who studied during this time with me here so that I can have a conversation with them. So how are you doing this? So how are you doing that? So it was 
the the podcast it was one of my 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 resources about yeah hearing the stories of other guys who who struggled and who who found 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 a solution yeah um and then just like during the day or like when did you if you studied in the morning and then worked when did you listen to the podcast yeah um always uh on the commute to work and and back and yeah then in the spare time so laying on, on the couch or or sitting in the garden or when there was spare time so it was yeah quite nice to to hear the stories so it's easy to hear <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah that's awesome i i just i like hearing that when i started the podcast i don't really know what the the goal was but but now i mean we have a lot of episodes and uh that's the main thing people mention usually now is just how helpful they found the uh, podcast episodes so Absolutely. that's cool you you found them over there yeah um okay so a couple more questions about your process did you have any form of note-taking or making flashcards if you kept seeing questions or i mean if you came to a topic that you really struggled with what was your process for breaking that down did you take notes or make flashcards just anything like that yeah my starting point was always the outlines from glimp so it was a book and and then i i tried to skip the different chapter and find out what or where are the parts which are located um, in the MCQs? So then I took these parts and uh, wrote them down into a, a word, a word format. Um, so I took bullets, and then in, in, at the beginning, so this this file was quite huge, quite big, a lot of information, and uh, it seems to be that everything is so important to study and to remind and to remember but in the end um, you can skip a lot of them and you um, yeah days before the the exam you uh, yeah this this uh, file was reduced to yeah maybe three or four five pages and yeah and then i cramped them a lot um yeah especially in topics that i don't feel that good so i read them over and over and try to remind the content yeah or remember um and so you probably experienced the again you've i'm sure you've heard this 50 times listening to these episodes but one thing we always say is uh you know everything that's in the textbook or the lesson is this huge amount of information then if you go to the questions for that topic you realize very little of it actually shows up in questions. So, I mean, did you experience that from the way you took BEC to the other ones? Yeah, absolutely. And there are so much question <laughs> during the exam, which are more basic question, which came over and over. But um, yeah, that was a fault at the beginning uh, on, on in my learning process as well. So that I try to to reach 100 percentage for for the learning all the question uh, doing them perfectly um but in an exam you're sitting there and you get yeah some of the easiest one and you, <laughs> you, you you're struggling with with them so that i think this was a huge fault in 
and doing BC. So this is this was something that I changed after BC, and um, I I got better. Yeah, um, and that's one thing about about Glime is there are no simple questions in Glime. Like everything, they have a big explanation for every question. It's usually a pretty involved question, and then which is good like their explanations are probably the best because you know every explanation is like three or four paragraphs of information um but you probably when you went in to take bec you were probably shocked at how basic some of the real questions actually are yeah in the end or in the middle of my learning process i i yeah when when you use the mega test banks you have different option and choosing the multiple choice question. So on the one way you can do it, you see the adaptive way and on the other hand, you can do use the random way. So um, in the middle of, of and, and, and at the end of my studying process, I skipped the adaptive way and I, I only used the random way because the, the adaptive way, it was adaptive and all my worst uh, MCQs that I'm I'm so worse or, or worse and so I they came over and over and I, <laughs> I did yeah. uh, sessions of 30 question only the, the worst question um, over and over so this this wasn't uh, the best way to to do them R- right and that's a big key point that, that's why I don't know I'm not a huge fan of the adaptive functions. I mean, you can use them sometimes so that you're just getting a set of questions of all your weak areas. But if you constantly do that, like you said, you, in my opinion, you want practice, manual practice on all the questions, just because you can see these basic questions that on exam day that you might not have covered because your adaptive software was only giving you the hardest stuff. And then you're missing like easy questions on test day because you never covered like the easy the easy lessons. So yeah. um, let's see. So okay, when you would after BEC and you're using the Glime test bank primarily for questions, would you go lesson or uh, whatever topic by topic and just do those questions or like how, how did you break it out? after BEC and you switch to the questions first process? Oh, I, I, I used the outlines and try to, to find out what's in the, in the different chapters. But uh, then I directly used the, the whole set of MCQs from all the different topics over and over. Um, to be honest, at the beginning, I was quite bad in, in answering the question because there had been um, parts of the question which uh, contain um, uh, material which which I'm not uh, had been into it uh, during this time, but okay, then I skipped them and um, yeah, I, I try to to use it the best way, and yeah, I think I I always try to go through the content yeah on on a high level basis. Um, a week or two weeks so i i have a feeling about the content and what's what's uh, what are the sessions about and then i i got better and better in reviewing and reviewing the mcqs okay 
So like day one of reg, you would kind of read the outlines for the first few topics or whatever. And then when you went into the questions, you, were you just generating 30 from the entire reg test bank? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I, I mean, I've talked to people that did it like that. So yeah. So the first few weeks were probably rough because you're constantly going through questions, but I guess you just topic by topic, you're seeing a few questions each day. And as you review the solutions, you just build on it. And then by what, after five or six weeks, you start to have a handle on all the topics doing it like that. Oh, I think it it took two weeks so that uh, I I tried to cram the or, or go into uh, through the content and then I I covered the content on a high level basis and then I I uh, got better and better in, in in doing question and then when I when when there have been questions uh, where I I didn't uh, which I didn't didn't knew uh, I switched over to the content book and. Uh, Try to find out so uh, and and yeah, uh, wrote it down uh, to my to my uh, to my file. Yep. Okay. And you said you did that. You took your notes on like in Word, or you typed yep. it. You weren't writing it by hand. No, no, only in Word. Okay. And then when you said that note, your notes got smaller the closer you got to test day. Is that because as you learned like you knew you really understood something you would actually delete it or were you saying that in BEC you took so many notes you just learned not to do it that way in the other sections oh I I just colors so at the beginning everything was yellow because I, I didn't know anything and then I I highlighted only these parts which 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 uh, I was unfamiliar with during my learning process and at the end. So I think most of the the file was was blank and I only had some parts highlighted, uh, which I concentrated on days before um, the exam. So the rest, I think it was, I was a familiar because I learned about the content, not on, a, on my, on the basic of my file, uh, more than on because I knew it because I did the, the MCQs. Okay. So you you just use kind of a color coding system. This stuff's this color that I'm still not very familiar with or not comfortable with. This stuff is the different color because I don't really need to focus on it anymore. That's basically how you did it. Yeah, in the beginning it was yellow, and then I, I switched over to green. So green was uh, the next uh, 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 color for the next step and at the end uh, there were have been only some parts which uh, which were blue and yeah the blue ones that uh, have been the yeah that i really studied from my paper for or from my file days before the exam and the rest um i i skipped this gotcha yeah i like that that's a good uh did you just come up with that or is that how you always did things like in school and stuff the color coding thing no no i did i developed this a little bit during the cpa studies um yeah because the content it, it was so 
huge and it's so much and so i i had to find out a system of how to to remember um, them and at the beginning you 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 feel like everything is so important so you're quite unfamiliar <laughs> yeah. with all this stuff from from, from my uh, point of view um so um you you don't know anything about the the concepts and everything is so important and but when you go in deeper and deeper yeah if you you study the content and you find out that yeah okay there are some parts which are really really important that you you have to remember um and you will write down yeah yeah and that's just a good example of uh i don't know what you'd call it just being you know you have your review course it gives you all the information and i think a lot of people just they think they're only uh weapon or strategy for the these exams is just time spent reading or you know using their review course but you kind of have to just figure out some way of taking ownership of how am i going to get this stuff you know in my head and you just have to find some way of of doing that and you like you created your own little system and that makes a lot of sense color coding changing colors as things move through like I don't understand this at all. I'm pretty familiar at this point. Okay, this I absolutely understand it. Yeah, yeah. it was the first time that I heard from from your podcast about a note cards. So I never heard about this system before. Um, oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I, I I thought about doing this, but yeah, I I used a different way. So, but as you said, so uh, you are responsible for for your process and uh, yeah, do what what makes you successful in 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 getting this exam done yeah exactly um so did you guys you mentioned uh your your wife or your partner being pregnant did so did you guys have a baby during these exams yeah at the beginning so he's he's from okay. august and i started in september so. oh so even when you were doing bec you had the new baby yeah 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 okay so how was the first few uh, weeks or months? Was it tough with the whole sleeping thing? Yeah, it was hard. It was hard to do so. Um, but thanks to my wife, so she she took a lot of uh, responsibility and um, yeah, she covered uh, my my learning process and uh, or my my studying process and uh, yeah, so it was doable for me. But on the other side, it was only these two hours in the morning so i had yeah i had to be yeah get up at at uh, 5 p a.m and then commute to work and then studying for two hours and that's it so it's it's uh sounds so easy yeah of course i was quite tired in the morning <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah then you're done exactly i mean yeah that's uh yeah again that idea sounds really simple but a lot of people fight that idea of getting up two hours before work and they're like no i'm just going to study at night but then you know a million things can come up in the evening after work or especially if you have kids uh plus you're just tired like your brain's not fresh anymore 
So I just think locking in that two hours just solves so many problems. I mean, you're just, like you said, you're just done for the day. If you just do that, you don't have to think about studying again. So, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Your, your mind is quite fresh and you, it, it's not, not that loud in the office. So telephone isn't ringing. There are no emails coming in and uh, you can you can concentrate on two hours doing the CPA stuff and then you're done for the day. So would you do the two hours at home or would you actually get up and go to your office two full hours office. early? Gotcha. Yeah, to the office. Okay. I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense as well. So you're up, you're dressed, you're just ready. You're in that mindset. Anyways. Well, um, we kind of went through everything that I normally ask. <clears throat> yeah, it sounds like you you crushed the exams. Two hours a day, no weekends. You had a new baby, and uh, you just kind of went through them. I mean, did you pass them all on the first try? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that's awesome. All right, yeah, well, yeah, that's really good. I mean, especially since it was all foreign to you basically i mean the rules and you know that's that's good um so the last thing i always ask is uh what would be even if we already covered it what would be your top three tips to people that are struggling with the study process or still trying to figure it out yeah well yeah you should concentrate on what what you're doing um in the exams so first of all the MCQs, so you have to be quite good into it and doing it over and over, and then you you're getting better in answering them. And from my point of view, in the end, uh, some test-based simulation. Uh, but this depends on on how how is your learning style and uh, how how deep you want to get into it. But when you do them, so you should you should split them. As you as you do it with with multiple choice question, so uh, and that's that's one of, of my my first my first tips to to do so this way, um, yeah. And then on the on the other side, so yeah, maybe you should find out your 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 why. So why are uh, am I doing am I doing this? Um, because this is I, I it took me more than one year to pass all the exams. Um, it was it was quite stressful, and uh, it is such a long time, especially in in dark winter nights or in in nice summer days. So you always have this in your mind. So you have to study, and um, you have to yeah. From from my, my my point of view, you have to be prepared for for doing this journey, and uh, yeah, then then this will work. So hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a huge thing. Again, it's, you've probably heard me talk about this, but, uh, when you talk about motivation to someone who hasn't started this and they're about to, or they're not, you know, they're not deep into the study process, talking about motivation kind of seems like, well, like give me study tips. Like that's not important, but, uh, a few weeks in or a few months in when you're waking up, when it's still dark, like you said, and it's cold or whatever, it, that's when motivation starts to become a big issue. Um, so 
did you i don't know did you write out your your why on a paper or like what would you what would you do to kind of if you were having a tough day with motivation wise how would you get yourself back in that mindset oh um i have a, a list on on my iphone and uh yeah that's the part of of uh when you have a stressful day or a day that uh, studying didn't work that good, so I took that list and I have a had a closer look to my my goals and especially my learning goals. I split down the learning process into, as I said, uh, one exam per quarter, and then I saw into the calendar. So how many weeks? Uh, yeah, do I have to go still? Um, when when the next exam is is booked and uh, this motivates a lot uh, in in having this in mind so this is the the overall goal of my career so doing the next step um having these exams done yeah 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 so i mean basically you did you had some form of a written some goals or a, a written version of your plan that you could look at and just think okay this like I'm doing it for these reasons and here's where I'm at on the plan. I just have to get through this. Yeah. I mean, that all, that all makes sense to me. I do that same thing. I have like a goal sheet on my phone that I try to read every day. Yes. Yeah, it it motivates works. a lot. It motivates a yeah. lot to, to see it. Okay. So these are the next steps and, uh, yeah, it, it feels good when you reach the, the this goal in the end. So it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So about that. So you, you know, it took you a year. You had to get up early to do it. it. Took a lot of discipline. So what was it like getting your fourth passing score, realizing you were done? It was unbelievable. So <laughs> it was far. And uh, I was, yeah, to be honest, I was not that confident in the end on every session when I, when I got out of the, of the testing center. But, uh, it, it, oh, at far so i was i i didn't uh expect to to get it done yeah and then you're done so it and you it's that was your highest score right yeah 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 that just means it's, your process you had your process absolutely figured out by then yeah so awesome okay florian well i don't want to take up much more of your time i know it's like 6 p.m there now um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm really glad. I'm glad you emailed me. I, you know, I would have never, would have never known otherwise. I'm glad you found our podcast and saw that video ad in Germany and, uh, that you felt like it was helpful. Congrats on being done. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks a lot for, for your support. Uh, I think the, the podcast, so from my point of view, they are, they are quite, quite the, the best um supporting material for especially for for your brain and for for the for the uh, complete mindset of hearing all these stories from the other guys um wh where are their problems and and yeah how are they uh, doing and oh yeah and they they tried and they passed all every everyone so it's good to hear thank you very much yeah yeah of course i'm glad it helped that's awesome you found it over there and 
All right, so that was the interview with Florian. I'm sure you found that very helpful and motivating. If you did, please take a second to share this interview with someone else that you know who's working on their CPA exams or just the podcast in general. These episodes are the most helpful free resource available anywhere for someone trying to improve their own CPA study process. So thanks for watching and listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.